the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Summer, continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025 or online, LawnDoctor.com. A lot more summer ahead, plus the fall. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call for a free quote today, 401-392-1025. Find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Check out their website. It's LawnDoctor.com or call today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Worth the ride. Uh, take a ride over there. They also have a great Facebook page. Right now, what a beautiful selection they have as far as homegrown farm-fresh produce that they carry every day. Zucchini yellow squash green peppers cucumbers and on top of that everything you need to make your property look beautiful folks they're having a banner year and i'm not surprised at all the service is tremendous you're shopping local and it's worth the ride to pr landscape materials and garden center located 3688 quaker lane north kingstown they also have trees and shrubs landscape materials everything to make your property look the best it can look and you know what in this housing market with the cost of housing and what your house could be worth, you want to make sure it looks the best it possibly can with PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Annual flats, annuals, four, six-inch pots, 12-inch patio pots, a large selection of perennials. And again, the vegetables and herbs are just tremendous. Trees and shrubs, everything you need. Shop local, family-run business. The service is fantastic. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, the big story that broke Friday night... And I am very happy that we broke the story on Friday night. Folks, that's right. Some news organizations, they take the rest of the weekend off. Not the John DePietro Show. No, not at all. We were working Friday night, and we broke the story. Number one, I actually had him on on a Facebook Live that the police officer, Patrick Horan, you know what he did wrong? He did nothing wrong. On June 29th, that Sale Street incident where that family was out of control, the Providence police were called in, try to settle, keep the peace. You know, families on a street, problems on a street. That family was completely out of control. No one would pay attention. Do you know, when we found out Friday night, he got a 10-day suspension. For what? Because the family, as they were recording things, after they were trying to get the people back on the sidewalk and away from the police and the other families, one police officer says, do you want some more of this? Meaning, listen, I don't want to spray you. Get back on your side of the street. Stay on your property. Otherwise, you're going to get sprayed. You know what? It worked. They didn't. But because of that, he received a 10-day suspension. Now, you hear a lot of talk about defund the police, right? People are down on police and all these activists and they're loud and black lives matter and all that other foolishness as they're screaming and yelling. Well, because he was going to be suspended for 10 days without pay for nothing. And the other officer, by the way, did nothing. The only the, the only thing they were caught really doing was Mayor Alorza said, well, he was too aggressive, too aggressive. Listen, you have a complete melee bordering on a riot. People are throwing bottles. People are throwing rocks. People are throwing punches. People are threatening to go and shoot up the other house. Did they th- did he fire his gun? No. Did he throw a punch? No. What did they do? They used some pepper spray to get the people back on their property. And then he said, you want some, listen, meaning you want some more of this? We could keep doing this. I have a good idea. I won't spray you. Stay on your property. For that, he got a 10-day suspension. Where's the accountability with the people, with the riffraff, with the degenerates, with the criminals on that street? But a very interesting thing happened. The police union set up a GoFundMe. They said, you know, he's going to be out of work for 10 days. Let's set up, who knows, $5,000. Let's see if we can raise money for him, $5,000. Well, folks, they raised $5,000. They raised $5,000 in one hour. And then it grew to 10000 And then it grew to 15000 
Last time, it's now over 20,000. And you know why? Because people support the police. Because the people are with law enforcement. Because the average person looked at that and said, what? Those people were out of control. Those people don't behave. Those people don't follow instructions. All they do is resist arrest. And that family, you know where there's also a double standard? And again, I have all of this on the website, depetro.com. How about Black Lives Matter, Pack RI, trying to raise money off the Edgewood apartment complex? There was a problem with the balcony. Building inspector went over there. They said to the people, listen, let's just be on the safe side. Let's get the people out of here till we make sure that the building is sound. And now there's this whole back and thing with the landlord and so forth. Well, Black Lives Matter, Pack RI, they showed up for, for no reason in Edgewood at the complex and now we found out why they're trying to raise money off it but let me just go back to sales street see this is a lesson for all politicians it is true by the way black lives matter antifa defund the police all the activists i'll say this they're very loud i mean there's no question about that i'll give you that they're loud it doesn't mean the crowd is with them and it doesn't mean they're right i'll even quote that you know to his credit governor mckee said uh, in the past month because they were saying, you know, why, why aren't you pulling the resource officers out of the schools? He said, you know, it's been my experience. The loudest voices aren't necessarily doesn't mean make them correct. And it doesn't mean that's who everyone is with just because people are loud and shouting. Wah, wah, wah. And that's what it becomes over 20 grand in 24 hours. Folks, I mean, number one, Mayor Lorza could certainly use something about tips on fundraising from his own Providence Police Department. See, I am so glad about that because that goes, that says exactly what I've been saying, which is you don't have to, you don't listen to these. All they are is loudmouths. All they do is talk. The average person is not with them. The average person doesn't want to defund the police. Those officers. Now, also, you want to talk about a double standard? Well, you'll look for this on the site. How about the fact they're all the media? Oh, look at the police are doing a, go, a, a GoFundMe. You know, this whole thing blew up, by the way with Black Lives Matter lying and saying that 20 children were beaten, not true. You also have to ask yourself, what's your definition of children? In their mind, someone 19 is a child. Oh, okay, they're actually adult. But they said 20 children were beaten by police, nearly murdered, and infants were purposely pepper sprayed. Now, that is inflammatory. It's not true. And the media ran with that, and especially the activist media ran with that. So that family had a press conference. We did nothing wrong. We were just enjoying ourselves, minding our own business. The Providence Police terrorized us, all lies. Well, the media is talking about the fact that the, the police, they set up a GoFundMe for the police officer. You know what no one is talking about? How about the fact that that family misled everyone and started the GoFundMe? Well, they've raised fourteen grand. they have raised 14000 under the lie that they were being terrorized, that 20 children were beaten, some of their children were nearly, quote, murdered, that infants were purposely pepper sprayed. All lies, but that doesn't stop them from raising money. You know, and the media won't even write about that. The double standard is is embarrassing. And the fact the media is, the media folks around here, it's not your imagination. They're becoming anti-law enforcement. and Absolutely anti-law enforcement. And they do it in subtle ways. They do it in subtle ways. You know, they pick out different comments that people made that were donating to the police officer. Notice, but they don't. They don't pick up or repeat or reprint any of the comments that some of the people were making for that family. So it's one way. It's very biased. There's definitely an anti-feeling of law enforcement. But the good news is they are not the majority. The majority back law enforcement. So number one, that was that's Mayor Lorza. That is Mayor Lorza. He is a failed mayor. He's running a sanctuary city. Do you notice all the hit and runs lately? Gee, I wonder why that is, as they're welcoming more illegals into the city, into the state. Gee, why would someone take off after they hit someone? Huh. Unless they don't have a driver's license and can't speak English. No, this is on Mayor Lorza. And the same way that taking sides against his own police department with this sales stream. This, the Providence police were called out. Maybe they stayed a little bit too long. But when the general public is weighing in, when the general public is weighing in, they are speaking with their bank accounts. Over 20000 raised for that police officer in 24 hours. The other side, 10 days, and they raised 
14,000. And they raised the 14,000 off a lie. I repeat, those officers did nothing wrong. This is so unfair that Mayor Lorza is using, basically, as I said, things said on a hot mic. Oh, I don't like what he said when we watched the body cam. Who cares what they said? The people couldn't hear it. The police were over by the fence. You know who could hear that? Just the police. As I've said in the past, can you imagine the NFL started saying, you know, we're going to listen to what some of the players are saying on the sidelines. As someone that has covered the NFL and I've been on an NFL sideline, if the average fan at home could hear some of the language going on, it'd be an eye opener. But the, the league knows better. So number one, there was a Bush move that Mayor Alorza even released that footage. Total Bush move, number one. And then number two, uh, the body cam footage should be used. The body cam footage should be used to find out and dispute when someone says, this is what happened. And then the person says, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. And then you use it to back it up. Not you have five or six police officers standing by a fence off from the fray. The general public can hear them. And then the body cam just happens to be recording their private conversations. I'd like to think they should be able to have some private conversations. Folks, now it was a hot weekend. It continues to be hot. Remember, you want someone that backs the blue. You want R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today. Remember, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services, as they say. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, cooling, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401 401- 732-6562 24-hour emergency services for plumbing and also are you having a problem with your cooling system boy it's hot i'm just asking you to explore central air call re coogan and heating today look for them on facebook and then the website is recooganheating.com call them today 401-732-6562 401-732-6562 for re coogan and heating you know what is so also despicable about this whole thing with mayor alorza and this providence police officer getting suspended 10 days for what for saying you know do you want some more of this you know that's a way to diffuse the situation anyone that objects to it and there are some people some of the activist media can you believe he was saying that who would say that anyone that says that is someone that's never been in a fight police many times their commands and what they say are being done to diffuse the situation you know as i said and i interviewed the head of the union uh the other night actually over the weekend you know when they pull someone over or there's a situation someone has a gun do the police say excuse me sir would you mind putting down your weapon no what do they say drop the gun drop the gun or i'm gonna blow your blanket out of drop they are showing force drop it right now freeze freeze or i'll shoot they're giving commands to defend the situation someone wants to take a swing hit the police boom they're met with force do you want to go in do you want to get arrested huh do you want to get want me to hit you again these are all commands they used pepper spray what was he saying do you want more do you want to come back in the street do you want me to pepper spray you again who wants some who wants to be next i've told you stay on the sidewalk and some of the activist media, how dare he say, anyone that says that is basically, I can't even use the language I want to use, but um, it's just someone who's never been in the fight in their life. Because if you've ever been in a situation where someone is trying to defuse the situation, and there are people that are insisting on force, many times law enforcement, whether it's law enforcement or security or whoever it is, they are taking control they're making it very clear to the person and whether it is drop the gun drop the gun right now up against the wall right now get there's no room forever not excuse me if you come back in the street i might have to discharge this pepper spray no it's listen i told you to get over there none of you people are listening do you want some more of this oh good you don't want it good then stay on the sidewalk and i won't have to use this again that's what that was how could he say that what is wrong with some people we have some real losers walking around and activist media that just repeat this stuff how could and, and perpetrate the lie they weren't beating infants they weren't 20 children beaten why won't the media talk about that that family immediately started a gofundme and what what example does that set 
you know, look at what's going on. If you claim that you don't want to work, Mayor Alorza will maybe pick you in the lottery and you get chosen and we'll pay you and you don't have to work. If you cause a disturbance and the police are called 42 times to your house, why don't you exaggerate lie, say that you were terrorized, say that infants were pepper sprayed, say that over 20 children were beaten and, and nearly murdered, and then you start a GoFundMe. And as P.T. Uh, Barnum said, there's a sucker born every minute. Those people that riffraffed, those grifters, they've raised 14 grand. Do you think that's the last we've heard from them? Of course not. Now it all just becomes about a money grab. Now them and others and say, oh, that's how that works. Oh, okay, I get it. So if the police do that, I just say, oh, you shouldn't have done that to me. And now I'm a victim, folks. It's all about that. But we're not fooled here. I will call them out. You call them out. They need to be called out. But that's a major strong statement that was made with that, the raising the money for the police officer. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J. Perry Paving always provides high quality fair pricing exceptional service residential commercial seal coating patios get your driveway paved letter j j perry paving 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and general masonry projects j perry paving they offer free estimates call them today at 401 732 1730 401 732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving. Get your driveway paved. And if you're a veteran, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving has your back. Check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. Call them for a free quote today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving, a licensed insured contracting company, they will meet your needs no matter how big or how small, and no one treats veterans better than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Now, as we've uh, talked about, there's the controversy. A Providence teacher has stepped forward and written a piece of what exactly it's like to try to teach critical race theory in her classroom and what were some of the effects of it. She appeared on Fox News over the weekend. Let's hear a little bit of, um, and this is, her name is Ramona. And uh, she is a Providence uh, public school teacher. 
and she gives a, a very honest uh, description of how everything flipped in the classroom, how suddenly the kids, and I kind of touched on this, the kids started, uh, instead of, uh, everything became about race. Everything became about race, and it was very, very difficult, if not impossible, to then try to teach the kids in the classroom. So this is something that the uh, union tries to deny, different people are trying to deny, but the fact she's on the front line in dealing with this. It takes a lot of courage, actually, to come forward and talk about it, and now she even appears on, in fact, Fox News. Let's hear a little bit of the Rhode Island teacher. Middle school teacher is warning the race-based curriculum is creating hostility in the classroom. She writes, quote, this past school year was a sad and worrisome turning point for me as an educator. We were introduced to one of the most racially divisive, hateful, and in large part, historically inaccurate curriculums I have ever seen. Some students started calling me America because I was white. These students whom I love were turning against me because of my skin color. That's, that teacher, Ramona Bessinger, joins me now. Oh gosh, Ramona, I have so many questions for you and I wanna congratulate you for your courage. Um, so first of all, let's get to this issue of racial harmony. CRT is supposed to bring about racial harmony. Your piece really shows that that's not happening. Absolutely not. It is not happening. It is creating a greater racial divide by separating um, African-Americans and people of color from white white people, Europeans in particular, I've heard that phrase used. Yeah. So I've always, I have a lot of kids, I've been very concerned about textbooks for a long time. I think they have a liberal mm -hmm. bent. But you're saying that the curriculum is even worse starting this year, that this is some sort of turning point. What are we seeing? What are you seeing in the classroom? And what are you being told to teach or not teach? Well, the textbooks, I, from my experience, have always been pretty even in, uh, and objective historically and from a literary perspective. And, I, and also the novels that we teach are equally as objective. However, this past year, notice that literally our textbooks, our vetted textbooks and canonized literature has been all removed from the classroom. Literally, we had um, teachers who came into the room and removed our old curriculum. And it was replaced with um, a curriculum that by February started to raise some serious flags and concerns as the books began to roll into the classroom by the hundreds. Rather, not books, pamphlet style books with uh, bizarre sort of imagery and um, historically uh, sort of similar themes, similar narratives, simil similar characters. And what I noticed in particular is that these books did not represent a comprehensive view of history or represent the American literary tradition, that it was completely absent from our classroom. And that worried me a great deal. Yeah. Um, I, you mentioned yeah. that you mentioned that so much of it was just oppressor versus oppressed, that there was all this racial prisms through which everything was being seen through. One of the ones that would disturb me, you said, Anne Frank is no, I mean, that was required reading for me growing up, that there, you're not even teaching the Holocaust. It's also disturbing. That's right. I, I don't have a lot of time, and I, I wish I had more with yeah. you. I want to ask you, what has been the personal cost to you in coming forward? Uh, just... You know, a, a very stressful for me as an educator to have to teach, basically, to try to have to propagate a lie or a partial truth. I don't want to say lie because the slave narrative, the oppressed versus oppressor, that is part of American history. Sure. And we need to teach that. We need to be sensitive to that. But we cannot omit entire segments of U.S. Uh, American history and world literature. And certainly we can't stop teaching the Holocaust. Genocide is important for all students to learn about and to relate to. Yeah, I'd like to have you back sometime um, soon, Ramona, just to talk about what parents can do to partner with teachers like you who want to mm -hmm. um, very honestly and accurately portray America's history um, and, and fight back against critical race theory. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Now, folks, and again, <clears throat> first of all, I don't remember the last time I heard someone on Fox News who was all over the place and the ums and the mispronouncing things. And I, I don't know exactly, uh, I don't even think that that interview actually 
served her well, meaning the, the teacher, uh, who wrote how the whole dynamic changed. And, and a lot of what she also wrote, she's a teacher in the uh, Providence Public Schools in the middle school. A lot of what she also wrote about seemed, a lot of it was fueled by some of the teachers of color and the separate, you know, training they went to. White teachers went to one training. Teachers of color went to another training. That the, It's as if the the students, who are predominantly black, by the way, they were then kind of like ganging up. Um, the other teachers of color were ganging up against this particular white teacher. And I don't know exactly her situation, but she lives outside of Providence. I believe she lives even near the water. And, and, and this was told to the students. And it was described that, you know, she lives like in a castle and it's all part of the whiteness. And it, it really built up tension, animosity. This is not teaching. As I've talked about, so much of what they should focus on is just math and English. If they could just master, and I, I think that's really what it should come back to, is they should, for all this talk, if these kids can't grasp basic math and basic English, what would make them think they can actually compute and put into their mind and rationalize in an appropriate way some of what they're being taught and even like look at the agenda the holocaust is no longer taught so uh where you would think in the past there'd be you know tremendous cries of anti-semitism that goes that goes by the boards all of a sudden so i give her credit we will talk more about it at some point i will talk to her but and and i don't think that clip and fox really here really served her well uh, whenever they have to finish a segment and say, boy, I wish we had more time, that means they didn't really use the time well. I could be very critical of that. I'm not going to be. It just shows how big the story is, the type of national attention that it has gotten. Folks, now listen, we still have a long way to go with summer. That's why you need R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, 24-hour emergency service whether it's cooling or plumbing, and then in wintertime, heating. R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogs. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services. Winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements. R.E. Coogan Heating. Proud to help out residential customers. Pride themselves, make customer service satisfaction a top priority. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Hey, don't fix it alone. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Do you need a plumber? Do you need a good plumber? Do you have a 24-hour plumbing emergency service? 401-732-6562. Or maybe your cooling system is not working properly. Gas, oil burners. We had one of our listeners. For them, it was an emergency. They had no hot water. What they do? They called RE Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Another uh, listener. They have central air. Suddenly it wasn't working. Their elderly parents were visiting, staying with them. You know, the temperature outside felt like 100 degrees. I just said, call Coogs, 401-732-6562. Remember, cooling, plumbing, heating. Look for them on Facebook. It's R.E. Coogan Heating. So, folks, the critical race theory, uh, not only is it not going to go away, but I think you saw also some examples of how they fight back and push back against it. And I think the best example was the situation that happened in South Kingstown, where many of the proponents of it were saying, if you're against it, that's because you're a racist. You know, that type of attitude. Think how dangerous that is. But it also creates where you're not going to be able to have, I don't even know if they know what they're creating. Uh, you're not going to be able to have of course they don't want the police in the school they don't want any of the white teachers in the school after learning this they don't want any white people in the school and you can't go through life like that all right a lot more ahead on the john DePietro show mega truck and trailer repair call them today commercial trailers diesel equipment serving rhode island and massachusetts 508-336-2110 508-336-2110 for mega 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 truck and trailer repair as i said commercial trailers diesel equipment free estimates fhwa inspections and rhode island state inspection station trailer pickup and delivery 
24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401 401- 439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service. They provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote, 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. Back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Blaming all on his ribs, born a blue-blooded snoot. His birth was a black tie affair. It's all who you know, like Claus von Bülow, he just likes to be seen everywhere. He leads a privileged life with a white privileged wife. At Bailey's, they like their champagne. Life on Bellevue in a state that is blue. <laughs> You'll never hear Sheldon complain. He likes clubs with with the lead waspy crowds where for decades kept the Jews away and BLF cannot stay well he's not big on diverse faces Bailey's Beach Club is his oasis Sheldon likes the clubs with white faces do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You have remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club again in this day and age. Should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer 
or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. Listening to the John DePietro Show. Joining us right now, well, he is the senior White House reporter for the Wall Street Journal. Fascinating new book. Frankly, we did win this election. The inside story, how Trump lost. We want to welcome to the program, and it's Michael Bender. Michael, it's John DePietro. Congratulations on the book. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for having me. Very, um, uh, anxious to hear about, especially, you know, normally I say I read the book and normally I do read the book, but I, I got it late. So I'll just be completely honest. I didn't finish it. I started to go through it just so you know. So some of my questions may be like, it sounds like he didn't read the book, but could you, um, I'm really interested about the, um, the part of the book you touch on is as far as Brad Parscale's and just everything surrounding him, uh, basically leaving the campaign. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 Brad is um, has never been part of any campaign uh, until 2016, when he's uh, he, he basically starts up building the website and ends the race as the as the data director, which is uh, a huge role in any campaign um, in the modern uh, in the modern era now, and then is put in charge of everything, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, and and, and probably. You know, doesn't deserve to be in a in a, in a senior role in any presidential campaign, uh, given his experience. But in a weird way, for uh, a candidate like Trump, he's he's almost the perfect campaign manager. They're on the he and Trump have a very similar take on 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 media and promotion and PR, uh, and 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 Brad leans into the idea as Trump did in 2016 that that branding is kind of its own. Um, uh, uh, engine for momentum and energy and fundraising, and so he basically builds um, an advertising company, uh, you know, in lieu of a campaign, um, and in process becomes very close with with the Trump family, views himself, uh, which is becomes a fatal error, um, as another one of uh, another Trump kid, becomes very very close with with uh, Eric and Lara uh, and Jared. But at the end of the day, um, there's a very clear line um, between family and staff, and none, you know, no more, no more so than in Trump in Trump world and in the in the Trump orbit. And when it, you know, and when the sort of rubber hits the, hits the road here, and they have to make a decision, and things you know, they, 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 they kind of face with a choice. The president's faced with a choice. He can he can recalibrate his message. He can start to show more discipline. This is a summer of 2020. Um, when you know COVID's hitting and his and his the economy's tanked and he he needs to uh, readjust, so he can either do that himself and readjust his message or shake up the campaign. And as uh, and as Jared was telling people, this is detail in the book um, around that time. You know, Jared knows what's going to happen. You know, the, and the president's not going to put the blame on himself. He's not going to take that responsibility himself. So it's going to fall to him to shake up the campaign and. And Brad is the one who uh, who gets knifed here, and it was a it was a devastating moment for Brad. He um, he just did not see it coming, and never thought that he would be um, uh, handled really as coldly as as it was. It was uh, Jared showed up in the office and said, "This is it. You're you're not going to be back in your old job uh, as data director, and we're going to put someone else in charge of the campaign." And it was um, it, it it took. It, it took Brad a long, long time to recover from that. You know, the last time I saw him was the night before the uh, New Hampshire primary. I covered the rally they had in Nashua, Michael. And and as you know, Brad, he's so tall, he was taking photos. He had gone beyond, 
you know, just someone most of the time people have no idea who the campaign people are. He was like almost like a celebrity in his outright. He was loving it. I had a chance to talk to him very briefly and he was like, ah, this is in the bag. We got this was February right for the pandemic hit. But who is it? Can you touch on it? And you talk about this in the book. And folks, again, we're speaking with Michael Bender, uh, Wall Street Journal, who also has this new book out and it's fantastic. Frankly, we did win this election. How um, who his replacement was and how that came about. Uh, you, you're talking about Bill Stepien. Yes. Yeah. So this is um, uh, it, it, it's it's another. Uh, it was really fun part to uh, report for me on the book. It, it was something that um, uh, I really didn't realize in in real time was was how much of a New Jersey connection there was for Trump world. Hmm. I'm talking, you know, Chris Christie is a character throughout. Yep. Um, you know, and Kellyanne Conway's from New Jersey. Michael Glasner, a name probably not a lot of people know, but was in charge of the rallies is a is a is a new jersey guy and um they had put at the end of the race another new jersey ite in front and in charge of the campaign bill stepien and um you know this i think is a is is a is a fatal error for trump not not stepien himself um but that they, they he changes directions All right, folks, we're speaking with uh, Michael Bender, and um, and we're fo- folks, we're speaking with Michael Bender. Again, his new book, Frankly, We Did Win the Election. Michael, pick it up right from there about uh, Bill Stepien. Yeah, so the, the, uh, a fatal year here is, is, is really like where they um, change Brad for Bill. And, and not that Bill is incapable, but that Brad, as I mentioned, uh, for scale had built an, an advertising firm essentially for the for the camp for the re-election campaign and and bill is not is not that type bill is more of an accountant um and and, and a nuts and bolts and numbers guy so it was um it took stepien and his crew uh weeks if not months to really understand what 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 parscale had was trying to do or and 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 readjust and you know parscale had made decisions that that Stepien would not have, and he tried to unwind that. And what ended up happening is, in the final weeks of the campaign, the final couple months of the race, uh, Stepien is rebuilding the entire data operation. Hmm. He restructures the entire polling operation, uh, and these these things take time and energy. Um, and and it, and it was shocking for me reporting this um, that this was a campaign. It was a two billion dollar operation. It'd been up and running for three years. And they were doing only getting around to some of the metrics um, in, the, in the final weeks that they should have been doing uh, in the opening weeks. And and who was the person that he did, in fact, offer the job to before he, he gave it to Bill? Because I thought Bill was a Hannity guy that was brought in from Fox. No, no. Bill's a Chris Christie guy. Bill oh, Chris is, Christie um, guy. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Bill was, um, and not really even a Chris Christie guy. This is another kind of fascinating angle. He was... He ran Chris Christie's campaigns in New Jersey, uh, the the election and the re-election, which were big wins for Christie and the, and the Republican Party there. Hmm. But Bill had a key role in the big Bridgegate saga. Oh wow! And Christie blamed him for not for not telling Christie what was going on in real time, and their relationship breaks. They don't talk to each other for years. <clears throat> and then what ends up happening is that Stephanie finds his way into Trump world. Christie is known trump for year decades right so there would be moments where their you know, bill went to work initially in the white house after the 2016 years there are moments in the white house here where christie's coming out of the oval office stepien's going in hmm. and the, the two men you know won't even look at each other wow uh, yeah they did trump world in a, in a nutshell there um but no this is uh um you know the 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 summer of 2020 where, where trump wants to replace brad he offers the, the job to bannon steve bannon, bannon wow really won't yeah well, wow. that, you know, it doesn't get to a formal uh, offer but, but still but, but he wants to bring bannon back in to 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 talk about the job um and and sends word this is this is a associate in the book send, wants to send word to bannon that he'll 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 take the meeting only after bannon goes on tv and says uh how much he would love the job and if he does that then he could come in and, and they can, you know, they can talk about the specifics. And Bannon, having gone through this several times before already, just says, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, also in the book, 
He offered that job to Ronald McDaniel, who's in charge of the Republican Party, the Republican Party chairwoman. Wow. I didn't even know how that would even work. <laughs> but uh, Ronald also turns him down. Folks, again, we're speaking with Michael Bender, who his new book, Frankly, We Did Win This Election, the inside story, how Trump lost. Hey, Michael, just touch on also the uh, the title, because that is the uh, the line that he delivered that just, you know, the place erupted as he was uh, giving the speech and I think kind of set the tone that they were not going to go quietly into the night. How did you settle on that as the title? Uh, you know, it was, for me, it just sort of uh, encapsulated, uh, you know, the, 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 the sort of dichotomy of Trump Trump and Trump world here. I mean, he, he, he blurts that unscripted line out um, <laughs> on election night when not only had he not won, but we didn't know who won. Right. And, um, you know, it is an example of Trump trying to impose reality, his own reality uh, on the situation. And, you know, it really does sort of get to explain on, on how uh, something like January 6th happens. Um, you know, and then the, you know, it's, it's sort of the subtitle, but I kind of think of it all as one title, you know, how he lost. Because he did lose, and it's important to be very frank and clear about that. You know what is uh, very interesting, and again, folks, the book is, frankly, we did win this election, Inside Story, How Trump Lost by Michael Bender. Michael, the, the, the president, President Trump at the time seemed, as you write, insistent, he, he was positive that the Democrats were going to pull a fast one, and somehow Joe Biden was not going to be the nominee. I, that is incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's so much infighting around Trump uh, over everything, my God, and, and especially over Biden, not whether uh, whether to attack him, when to attack him, how early to attack him, when to attack him over. Um, and, and some of it's, I think some of it's legitimate, you know, the sort of normal, you know, back and forth between political advisors that, that, that usually happens. Um, and uh, some of it's personal, these personal rivalries that have been um, simmering for years and years and trying to get a one-up over Trump, and, and, he's, and he's not well-served by it. Um, and it. And it creates a situation where, he Trump convinces himself that that Biden is going to be somehow replaced on the Democratic ticket, which is, uh, you know, I, I hesitate to even call it a conspiracy theory because I I, I haven't heard that anywhere else. It just sort of cre you know this theory that kind of creates itself out of nowhere. Um, that uh, you know that some people around him were not willing to uh, were not willing to say was 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 was. was was nuts right and what, what happens like how do i find out about it the the, the head pollster the chief pollster I, I someone leaked me a memo in which uh the chief pollster of the campaign has to use a page and a half of a three-page memo in the middle of the race to walk through the math about why biden is in fact the nominee why in fact he's not going to have it stolen and why that's uh you know the, you know that it's nonsense and again, folks, the book is What a Great Summer Read. Frankly, we did win this election by Michael Bender. Michael, before I let you go, I've interviewed her before, Rona McDaniel, but another part of the book you write about this, uh, and I remember it being in the news, but you know, then you'd never know the behind the scenes, but sounds like it was a complete blowout between Jared Kushner and Rona McDaniel with the Republican National Committee chairwoman. Yeah, again, this is one of these one of the dynamics that, uh, that is sort of simmering underneath Trump the whole time, uh, and this is over a fight about uh, some some exclusive software to raise money for the, for Republican candidates. Basically, the Republican version of Act Blue, right? Um, and uh, Jared wants to build the software himself, and and McDaniel, Ronald McDaniel, wants it to be a, a, a unit of the Republican Party, a, you know, in, a, an asset of the party. That can go on to, uh, uh, you know, help Republican candidates and, and, and party into the future, and and it, it, it comes to a boil when, when when Jared tells her, you know, I don't give an f about the Republican Party, <laughs> and we're right as responsible. That that's that's good for me to know, and and decides to run for re-election of the party, you know, in, based in part uh, on her concern about what what you know what Jared is going to do with a. You know, with these assets that are, um, you know, crucial for the for the party in its future. One final question before I let you go. I know you yeah. get asked this all the time, but do you do you think he's going to run again in twenty four? Does he know? Uh, you know, how, how when do you think you'll know, or that the general public yeah. will know if it's real? Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, I, what I do know is that his advisors are telling him um, that 
he needs to wait until at least after 2022. Yeah. In part because it, it you know it doesn't make really much sense either way to announce a decision now. Right. And um, he does. Um, he's pretty invested in those midterm elections, right? He's made a, a couple dozen endorsements. That's uh, right. All the way from U.S. Senate to Staten Island Borough President, and some of them are Republican primaries where he's backing the challenger, which is no easy task even for a popular uh, former president within the party. Um, so he's got to see how that plays out. And that'll be important data points for him, um, you know. And the and what those data points are going to be about how Republicans have a, a choice here in twenty two, and it's whether or not to redefine the party post Trump. And I got I, I don't know what that choice is going to be, but I do know that this book uh, provides them with the, the information and and the data points where they are going into that into these elections into this uh, choice. Um, with, with their eyes wide open. One final, final question. Last summer and then into the fall, as you were involved with this with the day-to-day, did, was it, did, did it occur to you then that this was just like a once-in-a-lifetime moment that you were covering a campaign that was literally, I mean, the ups and downs every single day? And when you think about it and look back at just how exhausting that was and just the amount of time it was consuming and it's one thing after another, was it, were you aware of that in the moment? You mean in 2020 or? In 2020. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 100%, right? Like it's, I, there's never been, I, I've been, I've been in journalism for, for, for two dozen years. I worked in newspapers in Ohio and Colorado and Florida before I got to Washington. I've never covered anyone like Donald Trump, there will never be, there's never been a political story like Donald Trump period in my lifetime. And then, um, uh, to throw a, uh, you know, a once in a hundred year pandemic, uh, <laughs> race riots from, you know, and a racial tensions that rivaled the 1960s and seventies an economic collapse that, uh, that rivaled the, the great depression, like all these major moments in the U S history all <laughs> happening in one year. Um, and, uh, and I decided to write a book in the middle of all of it. Um, yeah, it was it was. Ex- I, I saw a lot of them, uh, 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 and they helped me quite a bit. In, in a time where everybody uh, had their routines upended, uh, and their their this, everyone's stress levels were higher, um, and uh, I was very very lucky to, um, you know, have that kind of support and uh, the, the willingness from from my family to, to to shoulder even more burden than they were already carrying. Folks, again, the book, Frankly, We Did Win This Election, The Inside Story, How Trump Lost. It's Michael Bender. Michael, again. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, your housing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, Bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today, MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300.